When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody and welcome to the Bachelor Rehab Up. I'm Amy. Here as always, we're taking it international with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Don't worry, Amy. I'm never going to threaten to throw you over the falls. Okay. I appreciate that because, yeah, I've never done like the close encounter at the falls. I've been to the falls a few times, but, you know, never when done you, that When ride. you came to visit me many moons ago, did we go to the falls? I feel like we just went to Niagara on the Lake. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, if you don't know, it's different than Niagara Falls. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Yeah. Yes. We had a great time there. We ate some ice cream. Yes. We wandered. We had some, I had some fish and chips. You did not I tried have them. fish and chips. <laughs> I tried the maple, like the, what do you call it? The maple candy. Maple oh, I love those. So good. Ooh, I love them. <laughs> Cute shops. I know. I could have spent a lot of money. But yes, we took it international. Um, I felt like they were trying to give Toronto like the Cleveland treatment. I felt a little bad. Like it was like that letdown, like we're, ladies, we're going international to Toronto. <laughs> I know. I did get like weirdly emotional throughout the whole episode oh. that they were like in Toronto and in Niagara Falls. Yeah. I was getting upset that you weren't at that comedy show. Why didn't I go? Yeah. Why didn't we get the info on that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Why am I not getting the invite from, from these people? Because that would have been accessible. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I went, um, uh, Ethan and I went to a Raptors game in um, December and Russell Peters was there. Hmm. So that was interesting. I was like, remember, we saw him IRL, sort of. Yeah, he was so, in Drake's usual seat. Does he live in Toronto? That I don't know. Okay. Because this was probably around, was fall foliage season. So October? I'm thinking late October because we had a pretty seasonably warm early October. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing it was a little bit later in the month, which would make sense with filming because um, if we were to believe some reports on when that one girl's wedding was supposed to be, it was supposed <laughs> to be of like September tw like 25th or 26th. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So by the time, yeah, they're heading out to Canada, they've made it a few weeks in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this was exciting, but we still had to wrap up kind of last week's episode. And we didn't see a lot of news stories come out, but one story I did see um, regarding last week's episode that was circulating a little bit on social media was that, you know, we talked about this random family that they took a date discovered this barbecue in the woods um but it turns out it wasn't so random at least i think the people that were preparing the barbecue weren't thinking it would be presented that way they're like a legitimate well-known barbecue family and they just were not credited at all yeah they have a restaurant in houston they have a really popular um 
restaurant in Houston. Do you remember what it is called? Because my brain has been through a lot this week. <laughs> um, not offhand, but I think I can find it really quick. Like why, big why bones or party that? bones or like meat rockers. It was definitely meat focused. <laughs> it was. It was kind of. It was a. It was a name in which I was like, I don't know if I'd go to a restaurant called this because it's a little too on, not on the nose, but a little. I don't know. What's yeah. like bachelor barbecue oh, restaurant what is it called? Blood Brothers. <laughs> Blood Brother. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not I too did. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that fits with you know barbecue. Um, I feel like that's more typical. Um, but yeah, why they had blurred their logos and yeah, I think they must have misrepresented what they would do. Like, hey, you get to appear on the show with, oh, well, we won't credit you, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it was all awesome, for sure. So Blood Brothers Barbecue. And yeah, we're still finishing up kind of the loose ends from last episode. And I feel like it was done a little sloppy. Like we didn't really see the end of the date because wasn't the um to be continued when she threw the trophy i guess so like do we even know who got the group date rose for that i mean it probably would have popped up so, during the rose ceremony but i don't know if they ever like told us no and i barely noticed it but teddy was not called and she was off to the side right so okay. she yeah, that's kind got of- it but why weren't we shown this i feel like teddy is really getting the short end of the stick on these episodes yeah, and I wonder why, because, I mean, I don't know if we can believe the previews a lot, but we did get a lot of her in the preview. Yeah, she has to get a one-on-one at some point with all these makeouts, I think. But You would hope. Yeah, that we haven't seen yet. Um, so that's really odd. We just jump to um, basically, like, women talking about the situation, mm-hmm. and um, and then we're at the cocktail party. So we see um, Susie, Rachel, and Jill just talking about Shanae. Actually, we have we still have a date to get to, so that, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the wrap up of the Shanae situation for at that point. Like, okay, again, like hope that he you know figures out the real deal about Shanae. Otherwise, it's going to make me rethink my connection with him. Um, and then we have Serene State, um, where they're in Galveston, Texas, with like the. Kind of that California feel. They're on the pier. They get the yeah. whole pier amusement park to themselves. So that was pretty cute. What did it you was think cute. Of there? This was a cute date. I really enjoy Serene. I think she's a lovely lady. Um, and we we got her sob story, of course. Um, you know, mm-hmm. good for like you know, glad that she can open up with him. Mm-hmm. The only thing I thought, like while they were on this. Like the amusement park, I felt like he wasn't as touchy feely with her as he might have been with somebody else. Like, no, and I thought she was getting sent home at the end of this. Like, I felt like there were some like ominous tones. Um, there was Mm. some like comments where he's like, "I just really hope this can continue to grow into the evening." Like, Mm. some like dun dun dun. So I was like, (laughs) "Is this like not happening?" Right, like one of those like I'm trying to evaluate if it's going to be something more than just like our friendship. Yeah. I just was like, there are a couple scenes where I'm like, just put your arm around her. You're on these swings. Or like, why aren't you kissing yeah. when you're in the air? Or maybe they're all just like, they were too afraid. <laughs> it didn't mm-hmm. seem like she was that into some of the heights things. I um, would not be either. I love the teacups. Obsessed with the teacups. Oh, you like the teacups? 
Very much. I love any ride in which I can spin around very fast. I don't really get motion sickness. And for that, I'm lucky. Um, I've done I love those rides. As I've got a little bit older. Like, I think I liked it when I was a kid. And then, like, even I wasn't even that old, but like, you hit 30 and you're like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, but like I would love to go. I, I pretty I can do a roller coaster, and now I haven't done one since I was like fourteen. So maybe I mm. can't do a roller coaster anymore. Right. Um, I don't do heights though. The swings are my nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I could do like the kitty swing, but not way up high. What about no. the Viking ship thing? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Do you have the same mm. fear that Serene has about someone vomiting, or is it just more the movement of it? I never thought of the vomiting, but like now that she's put it in my mind, I am glad she's reminded me of it. Yeah. I like that we see those little conversations. So it seems like something that they might relegate to the the end cap of the episode sometimes. So they actually put mm-hmm. it right in the in the content. So I like that. Um, and then we get kind of an interesting conversation when she's talking about, I mean, it is her sad story about the loss that she's experienced recently. She lost her grandma, who she was really close to, um, but also a cousin who was just a year younger than her. And she, uh, Serene's only 26. So, um, but the story she told was about like a memory from when she was five years old and seeing fireflies and that she wanted to like squish them on her face so they would glow and then they mm-hmm. actually did that <laughs> mm-hmm. um but that now when she thinks that it was really gross but that when she thinks or sees a firefly then she thinks of her cousin so i don't know if like clayton really knew what to make of that story because it was kind of like funny but yeah it's still tied to something sad so yeah but, yeah um i was mad at myself because <laughs> when serene was telling the story she was like it was like twilight and i immediately thought of the movie you like the, the movie yeah. oh like, my gosh oh, hilarious twilight is an actual word it's a time yeah, of day like that's but... like a, in a time of day that happens every yeah. single day yeah yes. that is too funny <laughs> so she does um get the rose so we come into back from the date we come to the cocktail party and um this was a little interesting because he clayton comes in and actually calls the winning team from the last group day yeah. aside like can everyone is, from the winning team please come talk to me this is very interesting to me because <laughs> i think that's a great move because you're getting it from like truly eight people right and then when he says at like right before he calls out names um I wanted to give everyone their time. I hope you feel that I did that. I wanted everyone to be seen and heard. You can sort of claim that even if you didn't get one-on-one time, he gave them the floor and Sinead didn't come with. So yeah, he could have done it at the actual date. And it's strange that we didn't see. And maybe the producers kind of kept them apart and didn't want them to tell him right then what happened with Sinead. Yeah. But it gave them a chance to kind of sit with it and kind of frame their thoughts. And then they had the, they had the floor to speak to him about it yeah and like she didn't get sent home after that yeah (laughs) yeah so it didn't quite work out i think they thought wow we're getting the floor and she's going home because we all said you just and like i i i I do feel like shanae is very manipulative of clayton and i don't think clayton is like quite with it enough to realize what's happening um 
but it's just like it's crazy to me that you speak to eight women and they're like Shanae came and told us to F off uh-huh. and then threw the trophy in the bush and you don't go okay there's so many great women here that situation is just not worth it right and I thought like, right yeah and I thought Marlena really called it out well like you know you're an athlete I'm an athlete like I take my L's, you know, on the chin and I'm sure you do too. And this is not acceptable. So like for that perspective, but then everyone else kind of talking about how she also just behaved overall. Um, And it wasn't just like the players that we've seen a few times speaking up. We heard from Teddy, we heard from Susie, you know, it seemed like everyone went around and said something. So (laughs) it's, you can't just say, oh, it's just one person against another person. It's eight against one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, how did Shanae, is it her Meryl Streep acting skills? I, how did this, so he, do, he pulls her aside next and they, yeah. they're talking one-on-one. So I do think she like weaponizes her tears with him. And then mm. because she was like the first one to cry, like he believes her over mm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he she immediately kind of apologizes. This is not my character. I do feel really bad about that hap- that happening, that I threw the trophy. And it seems like it just kind of gets focused on that one behavior, like mm-hmm. not like this cumulative effect of her behavior. So they're sitting aside and then she goes back to the group of women. It's almost like he's waiting for her to go apologize. Yeah. She does it. She's crying as she apologizes. Like, this is so hard for me. I'm nervous. Did you think she was sincere in that moment when she was talking I to did. women? I believed it. Okay. So yeah, I did too. Um, I don't, I didn't believe it when she was telling Clayton that she felt bad that she did that. Um, like it's not my character. <laughs> I think she, it's like part of her character to do something mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, when she went to the women, I was like, wow, she's really emotional about this. Like she's thought about it. Um, and no, then we see her go back to Clayton. We see her in an ITM. Like, oh they bought it of course i didn't mean it (laughs) like i meryl streep's right here and then she raised her hand higher like this is this is shanae like give me the golden globe (laughs) that's like brutal like it's just it's really brutal um and it sucks that she just i don't know it's it sucks it all sucks so um somebody tweeted like um clayton watching tonight's episode of the bachelor and it's like this guy in clown makeup and then clayton <laughs> just like, take clayton in clown makeup because remember that that end yeah club? exactly yeah and then that. clayton and then clayton like quote tweeted with haven't taken off the paint for three weeks now oh he's responded yeah like and he i think he's having like a Does he have another statement out no, not another statement, but I think he's like having a bit of a not a, a tough time. Like I can't, I have a hard time blaming him for this. Yeah, but there must be dread knowing like if he was upset enough to write a statement last week, not knowing how far she goes. I mean, we could ask Ethan, I suppose, but you know, <laughs> knowing that at least there's this week's episode, there's next week coming with the two on one that like there's gonna be a few more episodes of this, and it's like, what is he gonna see? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard for me after he takes the seven women aside and asks them like, what's the scoop? And he has some like faves in that group too. And still to be like, you know what, Shanae, I'm going to give you another chance. Like blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's because she apologized and, and the women were like, yeah, we accept this apology. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it blows. It's taking me back to a season quite a long time ago. 
the Ben Flanick season where his winner was Courtney Robertson. And there were all those ITMs of her like saying winning and just kind of more negative things about the girls that he would have had no yeah. idea about. Yeah. And I know that like based on her book and hearing interviews after that, that really put a strain like he had a real issue with like her, like how she was perceived after the fact and seeing those things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he was tweeting about it. And again, that was the person he ends up with. So we don't know yeah. if Shanae's going to get all the way. I'm thinking it's unlikely, but you, you know, never know. Never know. So, of course, she is called last again um, at the rose ceremony. So Teddy has the rose for whatever reason. We weren't shown, but something from that that um, football date. Um, Rachel and Serene have theirs from their one-on-ones in Houston. And then he calls Sarah, Marlena, Genevieve, Mara, Gabby, Susie, Eliza, Hunter, and then Shanae. So Jill, Lindsay, and Sierra are eliminated. So I'm assuming it's Sierra that Shanae's talking about when she says, boom, I knocked another one out. Yeah. That's back to back. So yeah, how embarrassing for her, honestly. Yeah. So Sierra was on her radar. Sierra was one of the very vocal ones. Um, and I loved her like parting words with Clayton. Yeah. She like, she basically like was one step short of being like, if you pick Shanae, you're a, a dumb dumb. Right. Yeah. She saved that part of her when she was beyond his, his, um, what he could hear. But yeah, she's like, I hope you choose the girl, um, the right girl, choose a girl for the man you're going to become and not the man you are now. And don't be stupid. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we don't usually see anything that's like very memorable as someone's walking out the door. So I did like that. Um, and she said it in earshot of everyone. Um, and then, yep, this one he announces that they are going international um so i wasn't surprised about jill or Lindsay, but it seems like with sierra going out again if the producers are guiding this that since sierra can hold her own against shanae it's like that's not that's not gonna be as dramatic of a two-on-one as with genevieve where it's like she just gets so emotional about it mm-hmm. and really heated about it um so i think they're same with elizabeth who could remain fairly calm and and not let it rattle her i think yeah. they want the people that are like more rattled more bothered by her to stay you know if it's like equal to clayton who could go one or the other so mm-hmm. um and then they get to Toronto so yeah talk about you said you were feeling emotional was it like this opening scene that got you I was and just like you know and and for this like fleeting moment international travel was on on the table you know like Toronto seemed it it felt like alive and just kind of highlighting Mm -hmm. you know Toronto and Niagara and I don't know it was just it was that red building from the opening scene like we walk by that all the time Mm. um the dog fountain they showed is like one of my favorite places in toronto the distillery district is like a great place to go visit um so it was just like nice to kind of see all the things i love being highlighted yeah i love that they found a way to do like a comedy date and they still had an outdoor setting and it was a really cool setting so um yeah, it made it seem like this would be a really cool place to visit, which it is. But, you know, like 
for so long, like you couldn't even cross the border. So yeah, mm-hmm. that is pretty um, lucky for these women to like get this international travel because who knows like the next season if it's going to be restricted again. So yeah. Um, the one. Oh, do you know anything about the Hotel X Toronto? Is that like a I don't. New one? I, I I don't know that one. Okay, so that's where they have their penthouse. And I guess they answered the question. We saw Clayton say, I can't wait for the women to get here. So they must not all be traveling on the same private jet. So who knows what they're doing, but at least they, he's separate. Maybe he's with the crew. Yeah. Um, but Gabby, it's the one-on-one. It said something like love is on the horizon and it's a helicopter date. Um, have you done a helicopter ride around your city? Um, yeah. So I did one in Niagara Falls a couple years ago. Ethan won it at like a charity auction. It was really cool. Um, would I spend the money for it? Probably not because it's just like a 15 minute ride. But it was like really cool to see Niagara, F- Niagara Falls from that high up. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so they had kind of like a, a mishmash of things to do. Um, they had to do street hockey i didn't know that this was like the type of hockey that they played in canada but is it a year-round thing yes it is um street hockey like every canadian has a memory of you know whoever their neighbor the neighborhood kids like playing street hockey in the middle of the street like i know our neighbors do it and like when a car comes down the road like they just move their net out of the way and then move it back (laughs) so yeah like the street hockey is definitely definitely a thing here nice and beaver tails oh my god yes 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 i love beaver tails um is that more like an eastern canada thing or like central or is it Um, nationwide i don't know i haven't spent a whole lot of time out west so i'm not totally sure if it's as prevalent there as it is here but it's definitely like a big thing here yeah because i remember around niagara there's like a a chain like a stand Mm -hmm. that's all they sell Mm-hmm. So, I, and I prefer I prefer just the cinnamon sugar. I find everything else a little too like um, too rich rich for me. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the closest. Would you say it's like closest to like an elephant ear? Elephant ear, like funnel yeah. cake. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting to me that Clayton was talking about Gabby as being like she's made the biggest jump as far as like where he saw her at the beginning. Like she wasn't on his radar, and now like he can't stop thinking about her. It's like almost to that level. So I thought that was interesting to me that she wasn't like somebody that really caught his eye night one. Mm-hmm. But he really loves her humor. And that's something that um, really stands out about her. And then when they have their talk at dinner, Gabby reveals that, um, it's kind of sort of like love language, but that she's kind of the one that like, she has a hard time receiving love, but she has no problem giving love. And she ties it back to her childhood when her mom was sort of like sometimes really affectionate, sometimes withholding love, like based on behavior. And that now um, she doesn't have a relationship with her mom. And that's sad. And I, I, I love that she was very open about like, I have gone to a lot of therapy for this and I am like trying to be stronger. And like, I still, um, you know, the way she talked about her mother was like, I I miss her. She's my mom. I still love her. I know she loves me, but we're just not at a point right now where we can, um, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I thought Clayton handled it well. I mean, he's somebody who's really close to his family. He seems like very close to his mom. Um, 
So it seemed like he was kind of trying to inquire about like if she thought that was like a closed door or not. Um, it made me a little nervous. Like if Gabby makes it to hometowns, if they're going to try to do like what the bachelor loves to do and like, Hey, reunion time. <laughs> so I hope not, but yeah. Yeah. You never know with them. Um, but yeah, overall, I really like them together. I like Gabby a lot and thought this was cute. And all the women were really happy for Gabby, aside from Shanae, of course. She was really oh excited that they were I'm happy. Like, how for are her. they happy? Like, this is all fake. And it's like, I don't think, the, I don't think these girls are being fake. I really don't. Mm-hmm. You're spending way more time with the other women than you are with Clayton. So, like, you, you, like you're obviously going to, I don't know, close form closer bonds and you're going to be excited for them when they're excited. I don't know. Yeah. And do you think it's heightened when they all kind of have a common enemy that's like, oh, I'm extra excited that it's not Shanae. So like, like they're kind of pouring that excitement into Gabby. Yeah. Or whoever it might be like Serene before they were like really excited yeah, for, for sure. her too. Yeah. <laughs> then we see um, the invitation. Actually, did we see it? Do we get an invitation? No, we just see the group date. I don't know. If, I don't remember what it said. We do see it come because we see that there are two names that were not on the list rather than just one name. Mm-hmm. So there's a big like to do about that. They're speculating. It doesn't say, you know, usually I think the host comes in and says like, there's going to be a one-on-one date. There's going to be a group date and a two-on-one, but we didn't get that this time. So, um, but they sort of surmise that Genevieve and Shanae are most likely going to be on a two-on-one. And we know that because there was um, previewed as well but um the other women are going on a roast date i think it said something when they were talking about it that it was like can't can you handle the heat or something so i thought maybe it was gonna be another barbecue (laughs) but they're in the distillery district and they meet up with jesse palmer and then russell peters is like walking by (laughs) and then just like oh hey fellas i was like oh gosh like do you think any of the women actually did you know who russell peters was i did um yeah i've known who he is for a while he um i think i saw one of his specials a while back and just that he's like really well he's well known like internationally Mm -hmm. but that he's from canada um and is at a lot of the roasts so yeah i thought that was a really good get for them smart one to you know some of that people i don't think the women knew no no but he was like russell peters like i know him it's like girl no you don't right that's okay no they know after jesse introduced him so they can talk about it they could be informed but yeah they probably just thought like who's this random guy walking across into the Mm -hmm. set um so he is going to help them roast and sort of like roast is done out of love but yeah i don't think there was any like love loss but that clayton mm-hmm. wants a sense of humor and so they're they're doing their writing comes around to help them and then they put on a show and they have act- an actual audience um we thought shanae i think both of us thought shanae would be there but she was not yeah did not stop um, them from no, it didn't. And you know what? I do, can you blame them? There were a few jokes that I laughed genuinely very hard mm-hmm. at. Okay. I thought, Take me through I your favorites. Sarah, was it Sarah? I thought Sarah was pretty funny. She went pretty hard on Mara, but I thought, I, I mean, I think we only saw the, jo- the jokes about Mara, but I thought right. they were pretty funny. Yeah, about her age. So they both kind of went back and forth about her age. 
um, that I didn't really pick up on that Sarah's the youngest. I didn't either. And I didn't really pick up on that Mara was the oldest. I knew there was that other woman who came in and like introduced herself as a cougar. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I wasn't really focused on it. But I guess it's maybe a topic of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny how Sarah, she did the callback to Rachel bringing the 70 year old woman. And it's like, oh, Um, because it's so exaggerated. So I don't think that Mara could really get annoyed. Like, obviously, she's not 70, but just like, oh, Mara, and you're still here. (laughs) That was very funny. (laughs) Um, What did you think of Mara's response about Sarah? Like, like if I was 13, I'd feel the same way that I'm going to get engaged right after the date. And um, I didn't think hers was quite as funny. And like, I thought hers was a little bit more like bitter. Yeah, because <laughs> some of it seemed like I don't know if that was scripted because at the end she said something like, go home, you desperate bitch. <laughs> like, that's not a yeah. roast. <laughs> that's, no, just that's just anger feeling. coming out. So. um. A few people we didn't see at all, but I think Marlena was definitely the standout. Just like she was so confident. Yeah. And she made, she was like having a great time doing it, too. Yeah. So she made the joke about, um, oh, Clayton, you're from Eureka, Missouri. So do you kiss your mom with your mouth open or closed? That was genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Um, a lot of people had jokes about um, football skills. Even Russell Peters was like getting on. um both Jesse and Clayton about that and about how they look alike and that Clayton's like the less attractive version. So Clayton has been been no stranger to being roasted because it had already happened on his season. And then they do it at the, um, when they're introducing him as a bachelor as well with the tweets. So Mm -hmm. hopefully he has a thick skin. Yeah. I think he he seems to be like taking things on, on the chin pretty well. I'll Mm -hmm. give him that. I liked Eliza's about, you know, you have a dump truck ass, so why haven't you taken out all the trash yet? So it's like a little subtle about Shanae instead of like, you know, it's like yeah. not really that mean to Clayton. It's just sort of like trying to put yourself as like, hey, like not everyone here is here for you. Um, Susie had a bench warmer joke. And then I don't think we saw Teddy again. Teddy was on the stage. Yeah, totally like- invisible. <laughs> Or Rachel. We saw Rachel later talking about how like she was really uncomfortable and it's not like she doesn't like being creative or being in front of people on stage, but we didn't actually see her performance. So I don't know if they're trying to protect certain people or they're just not getting the airtime. Or they just didn't yeah, have and I was, jokes or mean well, enough I jokes. Was, I was surprised to hear her be like, I'm not creative. Like, I'm not funny. Like, I was like, oh, interesting. I guess I never really thought about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's funny to draw attention to that, but um, yeah, but she kind of slipped it around. Like you bring this out of me, like you help me out of my comfort zone. So put a positive spin on it. Mm-hmm. So they were at Steam Whistle Distillery. So in this area, they're just, just a bunch of them. If it's the distillery district. Well, and I was wondering because Steam Whistle, like their actual distillery is over near the Rogers Center. He's right across from the Rogers Center. So I think they might have gone over, like, closer to that area. Like, the distillery district isn't that close, or isn't that far from that. But the big one in the distillery district is Mill Street. So I'm thinking that they just left that area completely to go to Steam Whistle. Okay, somewhere that they could just kind of rent out the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Susie pulls a move in their one-on-one time. Uh, where she says, like, okay, I know, like, I, you know, 
roasted you, but I also want to take some time to talk about what I do like about you. So they went uh, back to the mic. Really sweet. I did love that. Yeah. I think that's something that you'd have to be kind of uncomfortable to like be standing back at the mic and like kind of just make a cute moment out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see who got the group date rose from this. Cause I know Marlena was expecting it, but she did not get it. Was it uh, Rachel? Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, so they had the kind of that moment talking about he said something like that he's thinking about her a lot. Like it's not very common or something like it was like a double negative. Like I'm almost not I'm almost thinking about her most times of the day or something like that. Um or there's hardly not a time when I'm not thinking. Something like that. But um so they seem to be progressing well. Um but I thought he had a nice moment with Marlena, so I was hoping that she would get it. Um, just talking Me about too. Like I'm, how she's I, just I'm, killed it. Yeah, I'm really enjoying Marlena. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anything more about this date? I don't think so. I think it was, you know, it was what they could do. It could have been worse, could have been better. Yeah, I always enjoy those, these kind of dates where it's, they have to perform, they have to do something creative or get out of their comfort zone. And we learn a little bit more about the dynamics in the house. I think mm-hmm. with this, like, I didn't know that, you know, I don't know if Sarah and Mara are really don't like each other or if they're just happen to both pick on each other because of age. Maybe. Yeah, that was a surprise. And I'm like wondering if we're transitioning into like Marlena being a little bit of a villain character. Mm, yeah. Um, so we see the invite for the two-on-one, which is into the falls, your journey goes, only one comes out with a rose. So they figured out that they're not too far from Niagara, so they must be going to Niagara. And we see a lot of um, of the other women talking about how they feel really bad for Genevieve. It's almost like they see writing on the wall, is Sinead going to send somebody else home? And Genevieve's mm-hmm. like the innocent victim here. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think, too. <laughs> Because we really haven't seen much between Genevieve and Clayton. She stuck around, no. but I would have expected them to be like progressing a little more. Um, if she was to be like even with Shanae, like Shanae and Clayton, like make out all the time. So, and then we kind of see them just getting to the falls and Clayton introducing that they will be going closer down to the falls and a lot of Shanae talking about Genevieve being a chihuahua, a wet dog that she's going to throw in the falls, like a lot of violence Yeah, it's just so weird like, She's just so brutal like she's just not even fun at this point mm-hmm. I think she thinks she's really fun and that's yeah. hilarious I, I, Yeah, I don't think she realizes she's going like she was going to be a villain, like I think she was like, people are going to think I am so funny. Which is what Courtney Robertson has said about. Yeah. <laughs> she thought she was just like cracking people up and people just like were sending her terrible things and they hated her. So I don't want that to happen to Shanae, but no, I think we've seen enough of The Bachelor by now that you should know how you're coming across. Mm-hmm. Um, Genevieve, uh, not Genevieve, um, Gabby called Shanae a succubus. What does that mean? <laughs> is that like sucking? Oh, should I look this up? Yeah. I don't want to get something scary. Let's see. Succubus. 
A female demon. Oh, believed oh. to have sexual okay. intercourse with sleeping men. Oh. Interesting. I think they suck the light out of them, maybe? Yikes. Okay. All right. This just says that they appear in dreams to seduce men. Interesting. Maybe the men cheat in their dreams with the succubus on their partners. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we need a succubus not. expert. It looks like there's a scary movie called Succubus that neither of us would have seen. So, Oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> I've just like never heard that term before. So I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. This is a yeah. to be continued again. How surprised were you to get it to be continued here? I thought we'd get a little further along on the date, I guess. Like, it feels like there wasn't even enough of like a to be continued to land on. You know, yeah. like, I think we've had other to be continued on two on ones where somebody, I don't know, like somebody's already like left crying or something or we don't know like who's sent home, but it's a little more dramatic than this. This yeah, is just like, insult. I, I did not think we were going to get a resolution. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. I did think we were going to get like a little bit more. Right. So. I mean, I'm just. Oh, one thing I want to ask about, it looks like in the preview, Clayton asks Genevieve, are you an actress and are you yeah. lying? So is Sinead just throwing shit at the wall? Like, Yeah, I think so. She will lie about anything and can yeah. like, wow. Because we've seen nothing of that. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. negative anyone said about Genevieve. No. So that should be interesting. We finally get to see Clayton say like, you're an actor on reality TV because that was his yeah. line from last time. That's so funny. Exactly. So I'm surprised like if that if there's something like that, like that should have been the like to be continued or something, yeah. like something dramatic like that. I know we really like, I think that's a great point is that we just didn't really get into it enough to, to like feel like it's to be continued. And I feel like that happened last week as well. It's just, okay. She threw a trophy. So, so what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right, well, let's get into our questions. Uh, this is from George. So he ups- updates us on our bonus points from last week. But first, a question. How do you view Clayton's apology to Elizabeth last week on social media with the added context of seeing him this week pull the winning team from their group day to side to get their input? I feel in his apology, he tried to claim ignorance. But this week, we saw multiple women explain to him what was going on. Um. Yeah, I think like at the point Clayton was at last week, I feel like it was kind of reasonable and like, I don't want to justify it and say like, Oh yeah, he made the right decision. Mm -hmm. It's just that like with the information he had, he kind of made the decision he thought was right. I think anytime after this point in which he like stood with the eight women and they're all like, no, 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 no. Like she's like, not, she's not a good person. I think at that point, like he can't like, like you said, feign ignorance anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I think you're speaking at the time. Like, I didn't know. But yeah, what's he going to say this week? <laughs> um, George says, OK, bonus points. You both received five points for no over the top cheesy love is night like Niagara Falls comments. You both. Inter- Not yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you both incorrectly guessed Shanae would be at the group date row. So the listeners received five points and carried over the, for the week is how the two on one will end. Haley said left standing at a park and Amy said watching a helicopter fly off. 
missed opportunity. I don't know why neither of us thought that it would be at Niagara Falls. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. I think I thought that would be like a romantic one-on-one date. Yes, I agree. I thought I was kind of straight. I was kind of, huh, maybe I wasn't thinking. Maybe it was that like, um, oh my God, what's her name? Who just had the one-on-one? Gabby. Gabby. We wanted to call her Maddie. Uh, mm-hmm. Gabby. Uh, like I, she was in the helicopter. So I thought maybe that mm-hmm. was at the falls. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it totally fits with like they're having some kind of extreme scenery for these. Mm-hmm. So um, now new questions for five points. What will be the result of the two on one date? Genevieve, Sinead, or both ladies are sent home. I'm starting to think it's just going to be Genevieve and Sinead is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see that there's enough negative on Sinead right now. And it looks like mm-hmm. Sinead is throwing something at Genevieve that he's just going to buy from her again. Because yeah. if yeah. She, she comes at her with something like, "Are you you're, so you're not an actress. It looks like Genevieve is so thrown that it's going to seem like she's lying when she says yeah. no. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like Elizabeth was. Yeah. Totally thrown. Yeah. This is her strategy. Not that it's a good one, but I think to her, it's, it's effective. It's, yeah, not it's, like, it's not like a moral no. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't see. Like, like Genevieve was saying, she's like, it's not going to end well for both of us. Like, it's either one of us is going home or both of us mm-hmm. because they're not mm-hmm. going to do a two on one and say, oh, you can both stay. I feel like we heard a lot of like the. Genevieve say like two two both of us could go. Yeah. So I don't know. That's true. If both go, it's gonna be where Genevieve goes first, then Sinead's kinda gloating again, and then he sends her home. But I mm-hmm. just don't think he's at that point with her yet. Especially with him like tweeting about it and feeling like a clown and all that. So I have to agree that um just Genevieve will go home. Okay, for five points, name one woman to not get a rose at the next rose ceremony. Um, I would have said Mara, but I feel like we've gotten a lot from her this episode and like the starting of the her and Sarah feud mm-hmm. to let her go. Mm-hmm. So let me, hmm, let me just take a quick view at the cast here because I'm now not hard willing to, to say there. Mara anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's say, hmm, who is even there? Like you said, I hate to say it, but maybe Marlena. Okay. Yeah. That would probably be another one that Sinead would claim that she not. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say just because I hate to do it because she's my number one draft pick of our random draft, but Hunter, every time yeah. she's called him surprised. And then the women decided to, like, somebody put her on blast for having IBS in the rows. So hilarious. Yeah. And they said that she had a, um, that her personality was on par with that. So, <laughs> okay, these girls had some jokes. I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to anyone. I laughed pretty hard here. Um, for five points, will we see Clayton and the women leave North America this week? Okay. Yes. Hmm. Yes, I think so. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that we're still going to somehow be stuck. <laughs> um, we'll go somewhere else that's in North America, but it's 
maybe they go to Mexico or something. Um, although, yeah, it does seem like they're going to Europe, right? Yeah. Or that they'll find I'm a way to still to be th- in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think we're going to Austria. Okay. Right. I don't know. It looks like at first I I was pretty set it was Italy, but now I'm not sure. Okay. Interesting. Because it looked like they were wearing some jackets, and I, I would feel like. That's also where Celebrity Big Brother is taking place, right? <laughs> it's like Austrian themed. Is it really? Yodeling. They have like a yodel sound at the end of it's like a speechally. You're making this up. No. Like they'll say, you know, like the music when they go into yeah. like Celebrity Big Brother, like it's Big Brother that goes yodeling at the end of no. it. Yes. No. No, 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 no. That's not real. <laughs> That's not a real thing. Yeah, it's strange. But wow. Yeah, they, I mean, it's a little more subtle than that, but yeah, they love their weird sound drops. That is a creative choice. Yeah, I guess. Is that where celebrities go to vacation? I don't know. Ski chalets? I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm no celebrity, so I'm not yeah. totally sure. For five points, will the next episode end again? with to be continued i mean is that even uh, yes. a question <laughs> yes that's definitely happening <laughs> because once they start that it's hard to get out of it yeah you're in like a domino effect yeah and he says as always thanks for the great podcast thank you george thank you Aww. for compiling everything for us for our random draft and bonus questions and i know i say it every week i'm having a great time yes. with the bonus questions Very fun um so follow at george ctv for all of that at uh let's see we have josh green says sierra was such a bright light on the show what are the odds we see her in paradise with a man who will treat her right instead of a failed football player um i think we can count sierra as a lock for bachelor in paradise yeah i would love to see what if we see her with a man who will treat her right who is a failed football player what if it's with clay you know, there's always that possibility. There is. Yeah, it is the Bachelor franchise. There's so many failed football players here. <laughs> and Josh also wants to know, aside from him being married, why have none of the women pulled a Roslyn on Jake Pavelka's season and made a move on Jesse? I don't think he's pr- like present enough. Yeah. See, Roslyn, it wasn't like she didn't go after Chris Harrison. She went after like her producer, I think. So. Yeah. Allegedly. And so that's who you're talking to all the time. And like they're, you know, confiding in and they're pulling yeah. you aside. And so you can, you see them way more than the lead. But you know what? It's still, um, you know, this is just Jesse's first season. So I could see this being a storyline that gets brought up, you know, five seasons down the road, maybe. Yeah. They want to shake things up, even if it's just like somebody has a crush on him or something or starts commenting like, oh, he's hotter than The Bachelor or something. I can see it. Um, Brandon Weber, I'm fairly new to regularly watching The Bachelor shows. Has anyone ever so openly admitted their manipulation strategy to the cameras episode after episode? Shanae just seems every villain is lemons to me. You know, it's funny when I read this question, I immediately thought of Courtney Robertson. So it's funny that you also brought her up kind Mm -hmm. of in relation to this, because that is um, how I felt. I kind of remembered Courtney being like the, you know, like the light version of this. Like, but you reminded me that she very much like did this as well. Um, I don't know if she was as open with the manipulation of like Ben. Like, I think she was genuinely into Ben and like wanted to be with him. 
So she was being like rude to the other girls. And I don't um, know that we, it's hard for me to tell. I don't think Shanae is super into um, Clayton, but she hasn't said like, I don't like Clayton, but she has said like, I've never had to fight this much for an effing dude before. Like I'm a yeah. bombshell, but it doesn't seem like she's like, doesn't like him, but it's more like, I want to get to know him. Like if you're not here um, and just wants to eliminate everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. she wants to get rid of her competition and wants to win. Um, yeah, I don't think Courtney, like, she definitely, like, was into Ben. Um, so she was, didn't seem like she was, like, manipulating him at all. The one that's coming to mind is Bentley from Ashley's season, where he's just, like, would say, like, rude things. Like, she's not attractive. Uh, I don't like her. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't, like, trying to get voted off or anything. You know, like, yeah, an eliminator. Uh, Marco Patino this is my first season watching from the beginning why do they always get rid of the villains so quickly to the fans of the show do you watch for the drama or the love story I'm very curious so I feel like at the beginning you kind of watch for the drama as you're getting invested in the love story but by like you know the midpoint you start to kind of get tired of the drama that's been the same the whole time and you start to want to see like the genuine connection Mm -hmm. and I feel like they don't usually get rid of the villains so quickly. I think Michelle's mm-hmm. season they did very quickly, which was not typical. In um, Katie's season, it felt like there was a new villain every single week. Yeah, it was almost the opposite. On Katie's season, it was like the guys were targeting the villain and they came together. Whereas now Shanae is the villain and she's trying to come after one of the good people each week. So it's like whoever makes the move first, I think, whoever gets in their ear first. But you know, Shanae's sticking around, but they did get rid of um, Cassidy early. Um, so that was kind of strange. And Justin Feinberg, what director thought it was a good idea to zoom in on Broccoli while Serene is pouring her heart out to Clayton about her recently deceased cousin? They make a lot of interesting cinematography choices here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just love that. You notice that? Because I didn't pick up on that. We He always, always. gets these things that we've <laughs> yes. never seen. I know. I love that. Um, and then we have a tweet here. This is from um, What Up Tim. Has a two-on-one survivor ever gone on to get the final rose? Seems like if he's that unsure of the choice, you may as well just leave. We've yeah, said this I don't, before. Like, it's I don't not a good think sign. So, um, I think maybe I can't quite remember, and I don't think anyone's going to check me on it. <laughs> this is I where we need Bachelor like, data. Yeah, I feel like maybe in Bachelor Canada in their first season, like Bianca. Spoiler alert for that season. I think <laughs> Bianca got like they did a little bit different of a two-on-one. It's like they had totally separate dates. Hmm. Oh, like they went to like Paris. They did the, the bachelor, the first bachelor season in Canada was odd where like they did travel dates, but not everybody got to go. Like they would do a group date in Mexico and they did like a two on one in Paris. And I feel like Bianca, who ended up winning that season, did. um did go on that two-on-one in Paris, but like it was so long ago that the memes are a little on the foggy side. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that um Oh. You know what? I'm trying to find on Bachelor Data. 
but it's on TikTok, the, the data about two-on-one date history. I don't want to go on. Let's see. Oh, no, they do have it here, too. Bachelor two-on-one successes. See, I'm like, why don't they have it out? Nope, they've already thought of it. <laughs> They're too good. Yes. I look back at the history of the two-on-one date on The Bachelor after ABC has heavily teased one on tonight's episode. So, oh, Matt James had MJ and Jasenia, but wasn't that one of those, like, mini ones? Yeah, um, I don't yeah. Ca- I don't count I don't that really as count a real that, one. But, um, so that was week five. MJ got sent out. Jasenia made it only two weeks more to week seven. And then Peter, again, that was like not a real one, but Tammy and McKenna, it was like they were both eliminated week six. Mm-hmm. Colton did not have a two-on-one. Um, this one is maybe one of the farthest is Ari, or at least the most like where I feel like this was a real contender. Crystal versus Kendall. So Crystal was sent home. That was week six. And Kendall made it to the top three. Um, oh, Nick's season had Taylor was with Corinne. And then mm-hmm. he had two two-on-ones. Taylor with Corinne. And then Whitney and Danielle L. But they were both eliminated that week. So yeah, Corinne I made don't it, remember that Yeah, Corinne made it to top four. Um, yeah, Ben, it's not really a good sign. Usually that person's eliminated the following week or they're both eliminated um they don't usually last more than two weeks after um going back oh looks like brad womack season ashley spivey and ashley a bear were on week five had a two-on-one and ashley a bear made it to week nine so she was final three as well so the best they've done is final three hmm. so it's yeah it's not like they would never put somebody who is their top choice in a two-on-one it's like they're not gonna put that stress on them they're not you know they usually tend to protect like their top choices so it's not a good sign yeah but why doesn't a woman just say okay you obviously are not that serious about me i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave i'm not even gonna show up yeah. to the two-on-one yeah for sure yeah for that would be a good move you know if you're looking to do something you're being cast on the show that hasn't been done before yeah i would just say no Shanae, you just take this date because if he's comparing me against you, like, just have it. So. All right. Let's go over all these draft results from George. Let's see. I think it's updated. Yep. Um, everyone has four picks left. So, Haley, how are you feeling about Gabby, Eliza, Genevieve, and Sarah? I'm sorry, Eliza is still there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, change my pick to Eliza for that earlier one, <laughs> that earlier question. Yeah. I know there's a few women that it's just they're not being shown. Yeah, I don't feel confident about my very long term. Okay. Um, I think Gabby's your best pick on the board. Yeah, I do. And I still don't feel that confident about it. <laughs> um, I have Hunter, Susie, Rachel, and Serene. So I'm feeling good about three of those. Not yeah, that's, a, that's great. And then the listeners have Mara, Marlena, Teddy, and Shanae. So <laughs> listeners are rooting for Shanae on this two-on-one. Um, and let's see where we are. Um, Haley, you are taking the lead with 118. Gabby, give you those points. I am very excited. I'm second with 100. Listeners rounded it out with 90. All right. Do you have any takes from Doug? Oh, I do. Let me just pop up my my little iPhone here. <laughs> um, 
He says, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Clayton is just a robot the producers put together. It would be the easy explanation for why he seems to speak in slow motion all the time. Maybe. I, I Listen, do I think that Clayton was the right choice for The Bachelor? No. Do I think he seems like a, a fine enough hang? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, was I the only one who thought the pleasure pier that Clayton had no part in reserving in Houston sounded like a nautical themed sex shop? It does sound like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Interesting. Wait, isn't that the same name that they were telling the too hot to handle? Oh my God. They were on? <laughs> I don't know. I have to watch the latest season. So mm. have you started it yet? Yes. Did you finish it? No, but I just I watched through season three, episode seven, so that I could listen to the podcast with like you. <laughs> Has it been good? Yeah, yeah. There's, Has it been entertaining? It's been entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have just we are so deep in a Top Chef binge that we cannot reserve any mental space for anything else. Mm, yeah. it's like we are only watching Top Chef and Superstore and like on Mondays we watch The Bachelor and that's it we are watching nothing else we are consuming nothing else right now yeah there's no room don't come no. out with new shows Alien Ethan yeah, you can't do it. it right now yeah no <laughs> I, I think we might finish our like our rewatch by the time the new season of Top Chef starts in March um so then maybe then we can take on something else. But right now we are just, we are busy. We are too busy. <laughs> um, were you more upset that Shanae insisted on telling us all of the parts of her body that were sweaty or that nobody told the women <laughs> that the second tea in Toronto is silent? Oh, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> we are in Toronto. Clayton is in Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, because a lot of the women call him Clayton. Clayton, so Clayton. Go Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. It doesn't even sound natural. Not like natural. Like Toronto. 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 Yeah. It's true. There's no second T. What can we say? Um, now that we know it's a two-on-one in Niagara Falls, how would you make your dream Niagara date uh, to bring about maximum conflict, I would start by making the contestants stop stomp graves at a winery to destroy their morale. <laughs> then all three of them could ride the Ferris wheel, which would be super cramped. Then some dinosaur mini golfs, followed by some sort of race next to the falls while it's full of tourists. And last, a dinner at one of the restaurants in the casino or any pettiness could be caught on one of a million security cameras. Oh, and the loser would be last seen gliding out over the river alone in one of the cable cards Ethan used to operate. Yeah. Sounds like he's got the plan. <laughs> I was like hoping they'd pop up on the arrow car. That's where Ethan used to work. I think that'd be fun. Hmm. Um, what would I do? You know what? I thought the Ferris wheel and then like get stuck in the Ferris wheel. Hmm. Well, what is like the stomping on the grapes? That's going to ruin morale. Is it like really frustrating? I guess so. I don't know. I've never done um, although because I have very big feet, maybe I would be great at it. Have you ever seen the grape stomping lady video? <laughs> That's the one that you always bring up. <laughs> <laughs> always. It's, it's so like your go to. <laughs> uh, now I don't it's even remember f- if I've seen it or if I just like have a vision in my mind because you always it's bring my up. favorite video. It's 
it's it's it's classic it's it's the internet before it turned into what it was yeah 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 that was like the only thing we could we watch for entertainment um bring that back on your tiktok and like do some kind of remix with it you should what a grand idea you know what i everyone i hope i hope this podcast comes out pretty soon because i reposted um a tiktok on my story that ethan showed me um, and it is, I, I was truly crying laughing. Um, it's this little, like, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok trend where it's like, oh, got this one. And it was like a little black cat because like it was cute. And now it's like wild. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it is truly the funniest thing I ever see. So I'll have to, I'll send it to you directly after. Okay, this. good. Cause I get so frustrated because I'll see people sharing TikToks on their stories, but I don't have TikTok and it'll always like cut out before like the funny part. Oh no no yeah I'll send I'll send this to you. It is I I cried and I could not stop watching it and I just <laughs> kept laughing harder and harder. Um, are we more upset at the show for yet again encouraging bullying at our roast, or that they made the two women ride in silence all the way from Toronto to Niagara Falls? That is like a ninety minute drive at mm. least on a good day on no traffic. Yeah, that would be awkward. It would be so awkward. Um, who, if anyone, do you think will date Shanae in Paradise? I think it should be Peter so Shanae and Barb can fight to the death. Oh. <gasps> what an interesting pairing that would be. That is. Yeah, I don't, I just, I'm almost like over Shanae on Paradise already because yeah, me too. it just seems like it's all calculated and she won't actually be into anyone there. It'll just be like trying to create rivalries. I think if she's smart. She'll do what Crystal did, which is find a guy who is equally despicable as you <laughs> and like get together. And then we can't help but to root for them because they're like, at, seem to be a good couple. Yeah. But look how that turned out. <laughs> no, it didn't turn out great for them. You're right. Although I think Crystal's pretty happy with her life right now. Yeah. True. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, who would that villain be? Like Chris from Michelle's season, like the short guy. Yeah, probably, probably a Chris because they kind of look alike too. Or, Chris um, kind of looks like fake Chris. Peter, and then, the pizza guy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one too. Okay. I don't know. She needs. To, she Greg, needs to go, film. go for like uh, like if Greg would show up. Apparently, oh, did you see Greg and Blake yes. were hanging out? Yeah, and they're hanging Andrew. out with like Nate and Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird like grouping. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Nate is like making the Bachelor connections. I don't know if that's a good sign. Yeah, I'm not sure. I really don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't yes. know how to feel. And they made an announcement of like they're changing things up for the Bachelor Live Tour. If anyone has tickets, they have like a few different like they're not doing local bachelors anymore. They're doing a different like past contestant is the bachelor like connor b and andrew spencer and justin so like kind of a mix of guys from the past couple seasons ivan mm-hmm. rodney rodney yep so depending on what city you end up in you might be like happy with their choice or not now do you get your like did your tickets get refunded or do you get to go to one of these shows now i think i could like cash them in um go to another one i don't know if i want to though fair <laughs> so, yeah fair, 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 fair. just it's so unpredictable well i'll i'll make my decision in the like last minute probably yeah <laughs> yes 
but it seems like now, like, I think I was more into it when it was just a random bachelor. I don't know why, because, or like, they were going to have people like Clay and Connor, like who, who was like a random bachelor, but they were like legitimately looking to pretend, like, at least you're yeah. supposed to believe that they were looking to date someone in the audience. Whereas this now, I think it's just like, we're putting on a like show. That. Like you can feel what it's like to be on the bachelor, but they're not like actually trying to date anyone from the audience. Yeah, for sure. So it's like bachelor the musical without music or something (laughs) now that like ben's a married man he's like not doing it anymore yeah i think that was probably really hard for him to give up yeah um but that it was like yeah are you gonna leave after you just got married so um i did hear like nick vial and ben like i think it was more nick complaining but just sort of critiquing jesse palmer like a little extra hard oh. <laughs> like because i think he was like trying to be in the running or that like there was um, a, maybe a phone call and he's kind of trying to lump ben into it too like we would have brought something different mm. um but i don't think nick would have been the right choice here. no i don't think so <laughs> yeah so yeah that is where we are at as far as other random bachelor news yeah Mm -hmm. that's it i think you know we hey i feel like we stretch out this episode pretty well yeah i mean when they give us these two continues and they don't even show us people getting group date roses what what do you expect like we can't do a two-hour podcast on that no do you want us to no no i don't want us to amy i know you're asking that to like the general audience but (laughs) i love a, a deep dive but this is not deep dive type of wrap up yeah and i don't mind a deep dive at like 6 p.m. <laughs> <sighs> it's your bedtime. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, yeah, it is. And yeah. you know, I don't always think about what Asia said on like the 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 Black Voices of RHAP podcast about uh-huh. how like after a podcast she's like so amped up that she can't sleep. That's me after every podcast. Oh, yeah. So I like I don't I can't sleep after a podcast, but. So what's your routine? What do you turn on? Because I know you used to have like certain podcasts like that you listen to over and over to fall asleep. Yeah. So now I, we we go to bed usually between like nine o'clock and nine thirty. Um, we'll usually watch an episode of Superstore. Um, I will do my Duolingo for five minutes. Oh, what language uh, are you doing? I'm, I'm doing French and just mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, get it, I, I took French for so long that I really would love to be a little more um, proficient in it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't have a great handle on languages. Like they just don't sit well in my head. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just doing that. I'm going to pick up some, I'm going to start doing the Italian one too, just as like another little, little piece. And then I will, um, I'll turn on QI. It's like a, it's a British panel show that I've very much been enjoying over the last, I've probably been watching this one for about two, three months at this point. Um, it's, it's a really, it's, it's really funny. It's all on YouTube. Um, and it's just like trivia, like not trivia, like you're answering questions as much, but it's mm. a lot of like fun facts and like interesting things. And like, you know, they'll ask questions like, oh, I don't even know of a good example, but you think, you know, the answer, but that's not actually what the answer is. So it's, it's a fun show and it's, um, it, it, it relaxes me. I like it. Nice. Yeah. 
I don't. I, I need a, I need like a good routine like that. But it's usually whatever podcast I happen to be listening to at that time. Like I assess if it's like calming enough that I can fall asleep to it. Yeah. And revisit in the the next day or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I I used to do a lot of podcasts, but now I need like, I think I need the light stimulation too to like help me fall asleep. Like I need I need to knock out all of the senses, to, mm-hmm. um, distract all of the senses, in, in order for me to like fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. I, I was on a like I I did watch like RuPaul's Drag Race for about a year straight before bed, um, but I'd fall asleep and then I'd wake up for the uh, lip sync song, which was not great for me. Yeah, that's always the danger. Like if I forget to put the sleep timer on and then I wake up on something that's like I like startled by something loud or like a next the next podcast starts. Yeah. Yeah. And like I signed up for um, YouTube premium because it was like free three months and now I don't get any ads, which is like fantastic. And I might have to spend the money to just keep going with that because it's really wonderful. Yeah, that sounds worth the splurge. Yeah, because the ads are like so loud Mm -hmm. that they wake me up, too. Yeah. So I think it's worth it. Treat yourself. I know I'm going to have to, I, I did cancel my Nintendo online subscription. So I think I could put that towards right. this. Nice. Yeah. I canceled it. Cause I was like, I haven't played animal crossing in like six months. And then I started playing animal crossing. Again, so, <laughs> Hey, we've got wordle now. Like I love wordle. Yeah. I'm having a great wordle time. Exactly. I like that. If there's only one and so you can't get too addicted. Yeah. I do too, and I and I, I like that people are not really spoiling it. Like that's nice community. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preferred starting word? No, I always kind of just go. Um, usually, I mean, I try to get like at least two vowels in the word, but yeah. I'll kind of rotate between ones like train or plane or. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, you know, they these are too obvious, <laughs> so I'll do like grout or something like with O and U. <laughs> but it's like whatever I'm feeling in the moment me too that's exactly how I do it too and it's funny like my a friend of mine told me like what she always does Mm -hmm. my uncle texted me and was like oh these are my starting words I always try and get he likes he likes to use pious because it has as many vowels as like possible yeah you have so many vowels in it um but no I just like I just do whatever I want like whatever five letter word pops into my yeah. head like I like no repeating letters try to have a couple of vowels right, right. Um, like in an R or S or T or whatever but like I'll just do whatever I want which kind of screws me over sometimes because then I'm like oh but sometimes like really like one time I did like plank or something but it like yeah then I found out there was a K in that word. I'm like, that helped me out a lot you know so yeah like today I, what, today I started with fires Okay. And then by the, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, like it'll be the next day of Wordle anyway. Yeah. But like it started, the word started with an F, which I probably would not have gotten to without that. So exactly. But the other day, um, I think the word ended up being like elder or something. I, my lie, this I don't like when there's two of the same letter in a word. No, neither do I. And this was the first time I did not win Wordle. Mm. I tried the word elver b- before elder <laughs> is that a word apparently it is oh no <laughs> and like sometimes i'm just like i look at things and i'm like i like totally miss the obvious word and i'm like trying to be like what like what letters go together i don't remember mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's fun. yeah but it is fun it is fun i have a great time 
Anyway, have you tried the Taylor Swift wordle? No, I haven't. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, I'm very bad at that one because I don't know enough lyrics. (laughs) I'll try that one before I go to sleep tonight. Nice. Before sleep, after Duolingo. Yes, yes. Get that. Get that streak. Keep that streak going. Yep. 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 All right. Well, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening to yeah. really <laughs> catching up about our routines um, and we will see you next week. Bye.